Welcome to Millennial Minds with activist, model, preacher, and public figure, Yasmeen Yazzie Speaks Arrington. Definitely have the voice of the young people in mind. Join her as she sits down with artists, content creators, business owners, and community activists to get their stories. We'll hear the millennial perspective straight from the crafters of the culture sculpting our today and tomorrow. And now, here's your host, Yazzie Speaks. You are listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and online at dcradio.gov. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on another episode of Millennial Minds. Today, we have Miss Monique Malibit. She is a realtor in DC, Maryland, and Virginia, and she is the founder of the podcast Young, Black, and I Invest. Hi, Monique. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Doing wonderful, hey. wonderful. How are you? I'm doing wonderful as well. Good. Blessed, you are, beautiful. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Blessed and highly favored yes. and bossed up and just doing it. <laughs> just doing it. Um, Trying. <laughs> no, you're doing. You are doing. You Thank are you, being <laughs> and you are very inspiring, Monique, oh. how you move through life mm-hmm. and um, how you're changing lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited because you're our mm-hmm. first realtor oh. that we've had on the show. Oh, and you're honor. a millennial. Yes. You're a millennial. So tell us first um, where you're from, where mm-hmm. you grew up and how, how you got in, interested in real estate and, and how you became a realtor. Okay. Um, so I love this question because, so I actually grew up in Delaware. Okay. Born in New York. Didn't spend that much time there. Only a couple years and my family relocated to Delaware. And then after that, I just, I went to it. To the H- Hampton University, mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, oh okay. The yes, other the real. HU. Yes, the real. Let people know the, the real other HU. <laughs> okay, the real one. Okay. Yes, I went to the Hampton <laughs> University. Um, but while I was at Hampton, uh, my professor, she was really great. My senior year, I took an elective class. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm about to graduate, and um, I honestly didn't fully even know what I wanted to do. I see. It was a tough time, anyways. It's like 2010. The market was still mm. rebounding. And I was like, hey, I'll take a real estate class just so I can learn. I mean, wow. why not? And you they know? had that as an elective. They had it as an elective. That is awesome. Yes. And it was, I was, I was surprised now, come at myself on, for right. choosing listen, it. Right? Elon, listen, Elon <laughs> right. University. And when I come back, we're going to have a real estate we'll class. Plans. Yes. <laughs> and it was it was really good. And my professor, she was amazing because she kept speaking about like we should invest and we should do it while we're young. Why? Because you have limited debt, you don't have as much responsibilities. And um, she was just saying it would just be a lot easier and simpler, and then you can grow your wealth sooner. So mm-hmm. after taking that class, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and try to purchase a home. What was funny though- It wasn't because that class inspired you It was because to- of the class. My professor, she really did preach. She she made it. Do you remember She her broke name? it down. Yes, Dr. Rose, actually. Okay. She went to Hampton as well. I'm you know, alumni. Yes. So she was, she just inspired me. I really, I really listened, I listened to her a lot. She was an African-American woman. She was very young and youthful and um, just all the gems she was dropping on us. It just resonated in me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me look more into this. Went home, t- talked to my mom about it. And she was like, actually, I just enrolled your sister in this home buying program. It was Habitat for Humanity when you oh, actually had to build the house. Okay. And she was like, oh, you can do it too if you want to. And I was like, okay. 
Sure. Um, I also am had a limited. I also had a plan to, to leave Delaware, though. I was like, eh, I'm only going to do this for like a year, <laughs> and I relocated DC. Mm-hmm. That was like my ultimate goal um, to find me an opportunity out in DC and figure it out. So. So that happened. I I started going through the program. I realized, like, you know, I definitely don't want to build a house. And my mom, me and her, was going back and forth. And I was like, well, I'm not building a house. I will find a house. And I talked to the people at the program, like, can I do this this way? And they were like, yes, you can mm-hmm. do it this way. Um, this was still in Delaware? This is still in Delaware. And it was like a in-call program. It was like Habitat for Humanity. They all combined together. And Obama had a lot of incentives around mm-hmm. that time too. Why? Because the market, we all know, right. was trying to rebound. You right. know, was still From going the recession. Through the recession. Exactly. So this was like 2011 around that time. And I started to house hunt. And then kind of at the same time, I also started working on my real estate license um, because I was just kind of, I was, just, I just won. I was interested. A lot of, a lot of the realtors were older um, and they kind of were like, you know, didn't really look like me either. So that mm-hmm. kind of gauged my interest. But as soon as I... Um, I wonder what the percentage is of realtors oh, who are... Minorities? Yeah. 2%. That. Mm-hmm. So it's 2% nationwide, yeah. So That's I already, like, I already know the You're numbers. like one of like... <laughs> Uh, Dag thousands, <laughs> thousands maybe. Wow. I'm trying to. I don't know the. You know the that ratio, yeah. but I know it's like two percent. Like yeah, of all still, realtors, so it's not, not a lot. lot. No, it's not a lot at all. This this area you see a lot more because this is a heavily what you know, right? African American minority area. Yes. You know, it's like what almost fifty percent. So oh, I see. You know, so you see a lot more realtors, but in most other locations, you know, they definitely don't look like us. And there's the average age is about fifty five. They said I the see. average age is actually a 55-year-old white woman. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so hmm. that's just statistics according to NAR, National mm-hmm. Association of Realtors. But mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> so that's what gauged my interest. Ended up buying a home probably like in 2011, like in springtime. And then now I moved you bought to D.C. Home- Mm-hmm. So you bought the home in Delaware or here? In Delaware. So that's when I bought my first property. Oh, yep. okay. I started wow. in Delaware. And how old were you when you fir- bought your first property? Ugh, so when did I And graduate? I love how you say it so just <laughs> like positively <laughs> just nonchalant. Like, oh yeah, I bought my first home. <laughs> and then I moved to D.C. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Slow let's, down. Let's go back. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so... <laughs> Well, for me, because I was like, all right, while everyone else was going, a lot of my friends were running off to grad school. Like, that was a major accomplishment. You know, that was also considered, you're also, because you're taking it, that's, you know, that's, you know, you're taking out a loan for that as well. So my loan was like, instead of it being um, student loans, more student loans, let me just go and try to get a house and, you know, work that debt differently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can leverage it and it's in le- different right, ways. it's leverage, mm-hmm. right. Leverage because it in different because ways. Because it's, it's an asset. Debt. Right, so, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of like my idea. So that's the reason why I kind of analyzed it that way because I was like, no, I was doing it. Let me move this way. Everybody else was moving this way, mm-hmm. right? And there's nothing wrong with that because it was like with, the, with that recession happening, People my year and that graduated, you know, around that time, we was it was so difficult to, you know, get a job. It was so difficult to to think about, you know, how can you start thinking about investing? How can you think about anything else? You just yeah. need to go back to school because we can't afford anything right. else right now. But anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was around that time. Um and it, it was a program. I and went you had just gotten out of college. Yeah, I so just you graduated. you were in your early 20s. Yes, I was like 23. That's amazing. 22, 23. To bought your first house by like... Yeah, yeah. so... Um, and then it was like springtime, and then I relocated to um, D.C. And I was like, all right, 
this is this is where I belong, mm-hmm. and I'm go- and I'm about to establish myself. Like I'm going to become, you know, this super whatever. Yes, I love it. <laughs> this I love super it. Mogul, whatever. <laughs> so DC Monique really, the mogul, right? Monique, like, mo- mogul, Monique, Monique. I like it. <laughs> so I came to DC and I got licensed, and then I had a lot of people around me that looked like me. Um, I went to school with um, Hampton or, or Howard or other universities that I was meeting and connecting with. And I just started helping them purchase homes, especially millennials, because we were, you know, hit That's the hardest. That's so cool. And, so were you just like, hi, you know, when you got to know them <laughs> and, you know, like, how how does that even... You just like, brought up that you're a realtor, and then they were like, "Oh, I'd like to buy a home." Or no, were you actually, social media. Them? Social okay. media was a game changer. You know, I, you know, social media has its pros. It also has its, you know, has its, you know, pros and cons. But uh, I posted when I had purchased my home. I purchased. It, I posted it on Facebook. That was the first time um, that I had posted anything about real estate, and people were like reaching out, like, "Oh my god, how did you do, do that? that? We just graduated, girl. What you mean you <laughs> buying houses?" So, so right then and there, spark like in my head. Like, well, you know, and I actually end up putting a thousand dollars down because I went through a program, the Obama, one of the Obama That's programs, amazing. the Habitat for Humanity and called. That is only a yeah. Th- what? Yeah, it's like a USDA loan. So it was like very a rural loan. Um, so once I realized, like, you know, this was out here, you know, that's when I was like, oh, and people were hitting me up like, what did you do? And I was yeah. like, okay, well, actually, I'm in the process of getting licensed anyways. I will sell you a home. Too. Nice. So that's kind of how I got into it. That's how I got into real estate. Wow. That is <laughs> so selling. amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And I I've see I see on your Instagram mm-hmm. you are you are you are selling. Like you are selling your closing deals Ooh, something, and something. and you're and you're still even now helping a lot of people become mm-hmm. first time home buyers. Yeah. Um, and yes. so one, what does that feel like both for you and for um, your your clientele? Clients? I mean, so, you know, obviously in the beginning it was like, I thought I was moving whole mountains. Not saying I'm not, <laughs> you know, it was a amazing, amazing feeling when I first started, especially because so many of the my clientele was young. Um, they were minorities. They looked like me and they would say all the time, like, hey, you know, it's helpful for some to see someone that looks like them and also the same age and everything as them. So it's like I feel like I'm working with a you know a friend versus me being a realtor. So that feeling, it's something that I can't ever. I don't know how you explain. Like it's a feeling that you 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 can't um, ever forget. Like right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yes. I can't explain it, but it's it's amazing. Like I love it. And in the beginning, I was very gung ho on people. I used to like be blowing friends up and messaging people. <laughs> like, listen, you need to buy a house. We have to start investing early yes. and young. Yes. So, um, so now, obviously, my mentality things have shifted. I'm more in mentality. Okay, great. You bought that first house. Now let's get another investment, right? I love let's, that. Let's Monique. move up the ticker. You know, yes. wealth, especially within the minority community, is going down. So we have to do more. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, I was just like, just buy a house and just sit down. I'm like, no, no you need to you buy need to- not just a house. You need to buy a house. You need to make sure you have other assets. You need to have. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to. We gotta. We gotta. You know, get right. moving. It's a lot of work to do. We need yeah. to, yeah, and we especially, start investing. Mm-hmm. you know, especially in what's happening in D.C., yes. you know, like oh, the yeah. gentrification. And it's mm-hmm. not only in Washington, D.C., right. but cities across Everywhere. the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, yep. unfortunately, and I know you know the story. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we're, we're living mm-hmm. it and watching yes, it. That a lot of people are being um, um, forced out of, mm-hmm. out of their homes, out of their business, this, this, brick yep. and mortar, yep. brick and mortar um, uh, properties um, and, and, you know, getting vouchers to mm-hmm. move out. Yes. Now, these houses outside, you 
know, further out mm-hmm. um, uh, of, of sort of like the, the perimeters mm-hmm. of D.C., they're very beautiful, spanking right. brand new homes. Right. And their, uh, their, their value is lower than maybe trying to buy a home here in D.C. Yes. But... What happens is I think sometimes the value of their homes may, may you know, decrease or depreciate in value and it becomes hard to sell. So, I mean, well, at least that no, may not I be mean, true in every no, case. I mean, yeah. So, unfortunately, you know, and this is something that's because of history, right? Um Certain communities were, you know, it's called, you know, blockbusting and, you know, staring and different things like that, where certain communities— you know, minority communities, brown and black communities, you know, it is what it is. They are typically valued at a much lower amount, like in general. And that's throughout history Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of created. But yes, you do see in like PG County, which you'll see there's a huge, you know, change in price point versus like in, in, in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with the makeup of the people. Unfortunately, that's things that that's a system. Yeah. Yes. So that yeah. I, I yes, you do right. see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't, you know. Right. All right. But the good thing is, mm-hmm. though, you you are using your own knowledge and yes. skills mm-hmm. um, and, and your license. And, 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 yes. And, and also educating people and telling professionals like, hey, you know, you don't have to just buy um, in D.C. Go ahead and buy in that PG County. Like mm-hmm. you need to be a part of you. Do you want this to change? You have to be you have to be that professional or that young professional, that investor to change what's happening in those communities. Right. You your income is higher. You know, this and that. You don't we don't all need to be, you know, all on top of each other in D.C. Let's invest in the communities around D.C. as well. I got you. I got you. Now, what what are some steps that you uh, some first steps Mm -hmm. that you would suggest for millennials who are um, looking? Maybe Mm -hmm. they already have a a home Mm -hmm. and they might be interested in purchasing another property Mm -hmm. or. Um, for first-time home buyers, you know, who like, for example, me, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not familiar with the with the real estate market right. in DC mm-hmm. or the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have to have a certain credit score mm-hmm. to get a loan. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are some steps that we should be taking to prepare ourselves mm-hmm. to to you know set to ourselves buy. up well mm-hmm. to to buy right. and to be able to sustain that property? property. Yeah. I like that question. I like that was a nice <laughs> twofold question. But no, I mean. So the main thing in terms of like being able to purchase a home, you know, the main thing is linking up with um, like a mortgage lender. I know a lot of people, the first thing they want to do is run to a credit um, advisor. There's nothing wrong with a credit um, advisor, but they don't they don't give you the loan. So they can't say, hey, if you do X, Y and Z, this will ensure you get in a home. They'll just advise you on all your overall finances. Like, hey, you know, um, uh. you know, and increase your credit score. Let's just jump your credit score from... 580 to 700 or 800. Uh, a mortgage lender, the reason why a mortgage lender is important, you just want to just go straight to them because they'll give you basically almost free advice. Obviously, they get paid once the loan closes, but initially in the beginning, they'll say, hey, you know, let's sit down, let's look at your finances real quick. It usually doesn't even take that long. They'll say, hey, this is your credit score. This is your debt to income because everyone thinks it's just your credit score that they're looking at. They're also looking at your debt to income ratios. Uh-huh. You, you need now, to what make does sure. That mean? So debt your debt income. needs to be basically like under 30%, you know, um, mm-hmm. sometimes you can under go- Under 30% of your income? 
Well, you ideally maybe like forty five. So some mm-hmm. of them, I know some lenders will go as high as like forty five percent. Like in terms of how much money you should be spending on your living, how much money you should be spending on basically your overall your debts. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure it's at a certain percentage, and the lender will help you with that. They'll say, "Hey, you know your debt is here right now. Let's get it down to here. Your credit score is here. Let's increase it here." And they're just basically a like a. For me, I feel like they're like a, a third party that just can kind of help you out with your finances. Mm-hmm. And from there, they'll say, based on your income, and if you fix these items, we're, we, we're thinking that you may be in this price point. But interest rates also play a part. You know, it's exciting right now. The interest rates are extremely low. They just dropped down to three, uh, 3.25, oh. which is basically where it was back when the market crashed. Oh, so, so that might be indicative of something. I mean, uh. you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's the economy. What The market yeah. is, it goes, what, every 10, 15 years mm-hmm. is a correction. Uh, so it doesn't mean we're going to be in a deep crash. Yeah. You know, before it was a little bit different because they were giving out subprime loans. Mm-hmm. Um, they were purposely targeting people that couldn't afford, you know, why, why you only make $50,000. Why are you in a million dollar home? You know, that's what they were doing. You know, they were <laughs> targeting people. Um, just say you mm-hmm. got good, you got a decent credit score. Here's a million. Here's a loan. Not even looking at their debt to incomes. Not right. looking at how much they you know how much right. they bring and in they and different things that like that. Yeah. Wow. Can you afford this loan? So you know, that's what happened back in 2006 with that bubble. You know, things are much different now. That ho- that the home buying process is a lot more, you know, it's difficult. It's a lot more difficult. And people are like, why do they need so much information? Because we don't need another market crash. That's I right. understand. If, you know, the market, we know it's going to correct itself, but it won't because of real estate. <laughs> it'll mm-hmm. be, you know, it'll be something else. And we know that, you know, housing, if housing goes down, we saw what happened before. Right. That's... It's one of the worst crashes you can have, you know? And, yeah. I, and of course, the stock market, so. I see. Wow. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> so go to a mortgage lender. Yeah, just start and, and do an analyzing your finances, maybe. yes. And then what, is there anything else that maybe? Like maybe you could do on your own. Um, like if you're an individual that's like, hey, you know, I'm not ready to talk to a mortgage lender because I'm scared. I don't want to look at, I, don't, I, do not, I do not want them to look at my finances. I think the best thing to do is to start saving up. Uh, just start putting money aside. So if you're thinking about saving, uh, getting a home or joining a home buying program, there's tons of programs out there. Now, how do you find out about home buying programs? So just DC, research yeah, or? so it's mainly okay. research online. Thank you, Google, you know. Yes. <laughs> so you can definitely type in DC first time home buyer programs. Mm-hmm. You also can look on like DC, you know, government.gov, mm-hmm. you know, DC.gov. They have a lot of those home buying programs on there, but you have DC opens doors. You also have HPAP. So attending those programs are really helpful because those people, it's, uh, if you want to do a program and you want to get money, it's always good to do that process anyways, because it takes a while to get through some of those programs. Um, but for the most part, if you attend those programs, they just tell you about the home buying process, you know, nice. or you come to one of my workshops. I'll have one next month. Yay. And I will tell you. I want to be there. Yes. yes I want to be there. Yes. And I'll be sharing, you know, I share it on my social media and everything. So if you're a person that's like, hey, I just want to know about the home buying process, um, what's some little tips I can do personally. It's hard for me to say, like, you need to do this I because I need to analyze you as an individual right. and what's going on with your personal, you know, finances. Yes. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of finances, <laughs> Monique is the founder. You are the founder of po- the podcast Young, Black, and I, I Invest. Yes. 
Yeah, so yes. tell us about that. And you recently just launched it. Yes, Congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so the podcast is Young, Black, and I Invest. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about it and then where you can go ahead and find the podcast. So the podcast was basically birthed out more so like a necessity. It's more so was me analyzing how like the imagery of finance and wealth and um and blackness right mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it formed and also equality so when I was thinking about the podcast, I was like, I want to talk about investing, but I also want to make sure we can still have conversations around like just uh the uh the wealth gap because there's a huge wealth disparity um, between, you know, communities of colors and white people. Yeah. So I also wanted, I wanted to be able to speak on all those topics and I also want to interview, interview, you know, influencers and change makers such as yourself yeah. oh, that's you. like in a community that's really giving back as well. So it's like a threefold <laughs> of a yes. podcast. It's not, it's not just talking about investing. It's also talking about, hey, this is what's kind of going on in our community. How do we in- increase wealth in our community? Mm-hmm. Um, who are those individuals out there that's really trying to make a difference in communities it doesn't have to be just our community but like how are you mm-hmm. giving and that's back a way of and making a change too. yeah mm-hmm. like how are you giving back exactly so i've interviewed you know doctors i've interviewed um and real estate investors i've also interviewed um another gentleman on he has financial he teaches financial literacy he's not awesome. even a um finance guy so that was actually very interesting he has like multiple side hustles that he's making money from and wow. he also teaches stocks so it and the crazy wow. thing is he's actually a teacher by trade. Like, okay. he was actually a, a teacher in, in That's high school. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I, need to meet, I need to meet this gentleman right here. And he's on the podcast, too. I he's love the first, it. He was the first person we interviewed. So, um, so that's like the first official episode that we have was, was that him. That is so exciting. Mm-hmm. That is so, so And where can people find find uh, your podcast? podcast. So we're pretty much almost everywhere pretty fast. So iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. SoundCloud, um, Google Play. Uh-huh. Uh, also, we're on Podcoin. Okay. Um, so you can, Podcoin is pretty cool because you can earn money while you listen to podcasts. Really? So wow. I thought that was pretty, yeah. So we definitely, I was like, oh, let me make sure I get on that. That app. is tight. <laughs> that is so tight, Monique. Just put a, we just got on str- Streamer. What is okay. it called? Streamer. Okay, I, I can't remember the name of that. But it's, it, I we're, we're pretty much everywhere uh-huh. any podcast place you want to look and you can also look up the website youngblackinvest.com yes and that's where the official uh, podcast is on on Podbean awesome and Instagram mm-hmm. oh yes and Instagram, Instagram. Huh? definitely follow us on Instagram Facebook we're on we're on there as youngblackinvest so youngblackinvest.com youngblackinvest Facebook Instagram all that good stuff I love it mm-hmm. I love it well congratulations Monique Thank you. and we'll definitely be tuning in um because, you know, yes, I completely agree with you, mm-hmm. you know, investing in our communities, mm-hmm. investing in ourselves, investing yes. in properties and assets is just yes. so critical mm-hmm. um, um, for us, especially at this time. And um, definitely millennials. I mean, this is a good yes. time to do it. Yes. It's better we, to start we now. Talk about exactly. <laughs> especially if you're young, we all talk about and complain about things that's happening in the world. But it's like, what are you doing to make a change, though? Mm-hmm. We can't just complain. We can't just talk about it. We have to start say, hey, these are the solutions I'm trying to do. 
Um, and let's all collectively work together right. and share ideas and share too. ideas. Yeah. yeah, and just say, hey, you're working on this. How can I help you with your your idea? Like, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So I'm I'm always talking to people like, hey, you you want to help me out with this? You want to help me out with that? I'm, I'm I'm always looking for more people to help. And also, how can I help you though in return? I don't want to be the individual that's like, you know, just help me, help me. No, we need to help each other. What are What are you doing? How can I be involved? Mm, that's so. great. That's mm. beautiful. And Monique, mm. you also you're also <laughs> one of the co-hosts on another radio show. Yes, right? Success in the Evening with yeah. Coach Ricky Terry on yes. Mondays. Uh huh. On. <laughs> NLG, oh, NLG right? Radio uh-huh. is from 5 to 7 p.m. Every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. Success in the evening. NLGRadio.com. Yes, yes. Monique Coach is a Terry. part of the flight crew, right? The flight crew, I know, right? That's what we call it. I love it. I mean, you are a busy, just just a Monique mogul. I love it. I love it. And um, you also are involved in other activities in the community. Yes. And one of those is uh, the Prince George's County Public Schools Business Management and Finance Advisory Board. Yes. So, Monique, tell us about, about the um, Prince George's County Public Schools, uh, this advisory board that you're mm-hmm. on, and uh, how others can uh, get involved. involved. Yes. Yeah, so the Prince George's County uh, Business Management and Finance Advisory Board, basically what we're doing is we, we go to the PG County schools and we basically get the students career ready. So in we get them career ready and or college ready. We're partnered with Bowie State University. We're wow. partnered with yeah, Maryland University. We're also partnered with um, Townsend University. It's a number of colleges in the Maryland area. Awesome. And we do a number of things. We help them prepare for like speeches. We help them prepare for a job interview. We mentor the kids. It's so much stuff that we do and we, you know, that we give back. The school year is just starting and we have a number of activities already lined up. Um, but it's just very rewarding. It's super fulfilling. And if you're a business professional, like if you're just a young professional and working in DC, you're, you're business. We are looking for more volunteers to get involved, to be a part. And this is a way you can, if you're like, Hey, I want to volunteer. I want to give back, but I don't know how this is a way you can reach back out to the youth Mm -hmm. and help them out. They That's need amazing. us. Yeah. We didn't yeah. have people. I didn't have people going back, coming. I didn't have professionals in my community coming to my high school, speaking to me about yeah, real we didn't, life we didn't stuff. Know that either. Yeah, because it's like the teachers. They hear from the teachers and the parents. They're like, oh, okay, who cares? Like, it's your mom. It's your, you know, your, you, your mom. This is your, you know, your teacher. Mm-hmm. Not saying you don't care. It's not the same as an individual in the community. So we do have an event coming up next week. At Sobe Restaurant Lounge from 5 to 7 p.m. That's a social hour where people can come out and learn more about the board and they can also sign up and become involved. Awesome. And is there a website that people there can go to? There isn't a website, sadly. There okay. have restrictions but, and things. But we can, we can come to you, though, if yes. we, we want to get involved. It is on Eventbrite. It is on Eventbrite. Just look up PG County Schools. If you don't find it there, just look up uh, Sobe Restaurant Lounge or, you know, how Eventbrite, you can look up certain words. Yes. And you can figure and out the event, business event. volunteers. Yes. That's mm. exciting. Oh, <laughs> Monique. Our time is already oh, is just no. flying and flown by. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes, um, but we definitely love <laughs> to have you back so you can t- talk to us even more about okay. um, real estate and mm. and the exciting ventures yes. and community service projects that mm. you're working on. Thank you, Yasmin, for inviting of me. Course. This is Thank exciting. you for being here. Thank you for being here, Monique. And I cannot wait to get you though on the podcast. Oh, we I will know be there. You are young, black, and she invests. I, I invest. <laughs> 
I will be there. <laughs> you have been listening to Millennial Minds with Yazzie Speaks on DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and online at dcradio.gov. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Millennial Minds with activist, model, preacher, and public figure, Yasmeen Yazzie Speaks Harrington. For more information, visit yazzieharrington.com or dcradio.gov.